Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. To the weary, weary traveler who's walking down life's road to the one who's heavy laden trying to bear the load to the soldier who's been wounded in the battle for the Lord lift up the blood-stained banner don't lay down the sword I said hold on a little longer help is on the way just hold on a little longer you'll find strength today gotta walk on a little farther his holy word obey hold on a little longer help is on the way i said hold on a little longer help is on the way just hold on a little longer you'll find strength today gotta walk on a little farther his holy word obey hold on a little longer help is on the way gonna look up see through your tears any second you're gonna realize there's a holy presence here and a witness a stronghold hold on a little longer hear sweet victory sound i said hold on a little longer help is on the way just hold on a little longer you'll find strength today gotta walk on any moment you're gonna look up see through your tears any second you're gonna realize there's a holy presence here witness the strongholds of the enemy fall down hold on a little longer soon you'll hear sweet victory sound i said hold on Help is on the way, just hold on a little longer. You'll find strength today, gotta walk on a little farther. It's only word obey. Hold on a little longer, for help is on the way. I said, hold on a little longer, for help is on the way. Just hold on a little longer. You'll find strength today, gotta walk on a little farther. Holy word of Hold on a little longer For help is on the way
mile of the track. I'm running with the Savior hand in hand. We're going to an end. I catch my final and a full speed ahead to the finish line. We're on that last mile running. It's been a long time coming. This race with patience, I do know. As around that final pen, it's all the way with him. Full speed ahead, Full speed ahead. to the finish line. Oh, we're on that last mile running. It's been a long
And I think Beck was there with me that night too. And I was singing. Y'all were singing. I feel the joy of the Lord falling fresh on me. And I was laying there and my, my lungs are collapsed. I only have half capacity. I can't hardly breathe. I can't get deep breaths. And I was laying there singing. And the longer I sung, the more air I was getting. And the Lord touched me. He really did. He came down that in, in the living room. The Holy Ghost fell while y'all were singing Sunday night in my living room. And he touched me. I sat up and I looked at him and tears were streaming down my face. And I said, the Lord just healed me. He just gave me a touch. And I breathed better all week, all week long. And I'm just waiting for that day that it's fully functional. And I'm completely healed. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for letting me sing. You're waiting, witnessing a miracle right now. You know, both of her, you know, she had the grandfather of all surgeries and all those procedures at once and, and what, 12, 15 hours of all of the, the procedures they did and I then collapsed her both at 12 her lungs. O'clock. I got to see her at 12 o'clock that night Midnight. and we got there at 5.15 in the morning. Yes, so you can count that up, 5.15 in the morning to there 12 o'clock that night and then... Uh, collapse her lungs on top of all of the surgery and for her to be able to do that. Uh, I'm telling you what, I appreciate God's help and strength, don't you? Yes. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise of Ecclesiastes 11 and 7. Truly, the light is sweet. Amen. Now, uh, when I, I was studying, and I studied on this today, quite, uh, and, uh, but what I, when I began to look at this, Brother Jim, why is the visual experience of seeing light with the eyes called sweet? Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Why is the visual experience of seeing light with the eyes called sweet because sweet has to do with the taste. All right? You understand that? And, uh, you know, and it's so uh, with taste is what, you know, from our mouth and our tongue. And here he's talking about the visual experience of seeing light. When it comes to taste, our mouth gets all the credit. Amen. And in truth, the nose is the one that knows. Did you know that? The nose is the one that knows. And uh, 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 we taste our food flavors. Relish them really depends on the sensory collaboration. Not only sight, smell, taste, texture, that's feeling. You know, all of our senses come together, you know, and man, you know, you go, uh, uh, Carolyn always, uh, when I fix uh, a salad, she said, you fix the most beautiful salads I've ever seen. Amen. And uh, there's something about, you know, uh, having the right look to it. And you go to these five-star restaurants, these chefs prepare the food uh, to make it look delicious, even if it's not delicious. Amen. And you go and you get one of those desserts, and uh, what do they do? They drizzle that chocolate all across that plate. And, uh, 
and, and, then they, and then they get the caramel and, and drizzle it across there too, and that costs you an extra $2 just for the looks. Amen? Yeah, you understand? And so uh, uh, when, we, when we look at this and consider uh, the taste, and you see that the, truly the light is sweet. Truly the light is sweet. Amen. Oh, God. Our mouth and tongue, you know, they have the taste buds, which are the receptors for the five basic flavors. You know, sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and umami. Amen. You ever, I, 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 when I read this in that research today, uh, it, it's, the word is umami, and I thought, I don't think that's even a word. That's, that writer just stuck that in there. But when I, I researched it and found that umami is a Japanese word meaning savory quality and delicious taste. And the reason the Japanese say it, amen, when the little boy eats something good that mommy's made and he says, umami. <laughs> Glory. It tastes good. It smells good. It is good. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I'm telling you what. Oh, truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. God's blessings are an ultra-sensory feeling. Amen. It's sweet to the soul. It's sweet to the taste. It's sweet to the eyes. Amen. You can see, taste, and feel, and hear. Amen. And smell Jesus' full spectrum Altogether lovely. Can you say amen? Oh, yes. Amen. I, I want us to get this. In Song of Solomon, the Bible said, His mouth is most sweet. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved and this is my friend, O daughter of Jerusalem. Amen. I want you to understand. When they mocked Jesus there in Luke the 7th chapter verse 34, they mocked him, they called him all kinds of things, and they said, he's a gluttonous man and he's a wine-bibber. Amen. But in their mocking, they expressed a wonderful great truth. He is a friend of publicans and sinners. Glory to God. And you and I couldn't be here tonight if he wasn't a friend of sinners. Oh, thanks be to God. I, I, I want us to look at this. When truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. Oh, man. The quest is achieved in the fourth section of, of the, the book of Ecclesiastes. The chief good is to be found not in wisdom, nor in pleasure, nor in devotion to affairs of this life and its rewards, but it in a wise use of and a wise enjoyment of the present life combined with a steadfast faith in the life to come. Hallelujah. You and I can live our lives and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Amen. If you are continuously a grump, I worry about your salvation. Hello out there in Radio Land. You hear me? I know. Amen. I, I, I've been, I, I had these skin cancers. You know, I've had four surgeries uh, all together. And... Uh, but, you know, so they wanted me to do this cream deal. And I will tell you what, 
it has not been a pleasant thing. And it has literally made me sick. And uh, yesterday, uh, Carlin said something, I said, and I, I answered her back sharp, and I said, and then I said, I'm sorry, honey, I don't feel good. And, uh, and I'm sorry for saying that like that. And, and, you know, and it's easy for us to do that when we don't feel well. But, oh, God, I'm telling you what, if, if, if your salvation's killing you, amen, you need to get a hold of something greater. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Truly the light is sweet. Light, can you, have any of y'all ever tasted light? Truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. Oh, how wonderful it is. How wonderful it is to have the blessing of the Lord to come to us. Amen. Oh, when we look at it and we understand, amen, that the present life combined with that steadfast faith, amen, to the life to come, what a blessing it is. We have the blessing of the life that now is and the life that is to come. Amen. My goodness. Truly, it can't be denied that life in itself is desirable and it's a gift from God to be enjoyed. Thank you. Yes, life is to be enjoyed. Amen. In verse 1 there of Ecclesiastes 11, you know, the Bible said, Cast your, your bread upon the water, and after many days it shall return to you, and you'll receive it. Casting bread upon the water, that refers to the eastern way of casting rice grains on the fields. Because what they do, they get those rice paddies ready. And when the floodwaters come, you ever been through Arkansas when you cross the Mississippi? You go over into Arkansas and they have those rice paddies. You come through there at the right time. They just have those little hills of dirt there around. But all the rest of it is flooded. You go through and look for miles there. Anybody seen that? You've seen it, haven't you? Oh, yes. And, uh, and so that's how you do the rice. They, they flood that field and they cast that seed on there. Amen. And that, that soil lies submerged under the, the flood of the river. And the young, inexperienced eyes looked at that and said, That crazy man is out there throwing bread on the water. He's wasting good seed. He's wasting good bread. Oh, yes. He's wasting that which is good. But the farmer knows full well that when he casts that seed on the water, he's going to receive an abundant return. I'm going to tell you something. You're no fool to be in the house of the Lord tonight. You're casting your bread on the water. Amen. And you are going to receive an abundant return of the blessing of the Lord because you love His house. You've come to His house. Amen. Oh, so it is in life. What we do for Christ's kingdom, we are casting bread on our waters. Are you hearing me? It is absolutely certain that we will find it after many days in this world. And we will for sure will find it in the world to come. Amen. Oh, one of the greatest remedies for the perplexities of this present life is cheerfulness. Amen. Amen. The spirit of life 
wants us to enjoy the present with a deep regard for the future. I'm not talking about being silly, but I'm telling you what. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. The enemy wants to take the joy and peace out of your life. Amen. But truly the light is sweet. Can you taste light? No. But I'm telling you what. You can taste Jesus Christ and know that he is good. Oh, yes. I said you can taste Jesus Christ and know that he is good. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Truly the light is sweet. How can you taste light? Amen. How can you taste light? I want you to know. Amen. The Bible said in Genesis 1 and 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And that's the way our lives are. They are without form and they are void and darkness is in our lives. Amen. But when the Spirit of God moves upon the face of the waters, God said that there be light and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the the first day and I will tell you something what the first primary thing that we need in life is let the light of Jesus Christ come into our lives oh, yes let him create light in your soul let him create light in your being let him come to you and change you First John 1, the Bible said in verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Glory to God. Amen. Tell me that you are a child of God. You're a preacher and you're doing wicked and horrible things. God is light and him is no darkness at all. There won't be any darkness in your, in your life. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Amen. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that his light his light. Amen. We can taste. Truly, the light is sweet. Truly, it is sweet. The Bible said in Job, Amen. The 33rd chapter, the fourth verse, the Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. Can you say amen to that? The Spirit of God, He hath made me. And the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. He breathed in the nostrils the breath of life into man. And man became a living soul. Verse 18. He keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the grave and his life to the destroyers. Then he is gracious unto him and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Thanks be to God. In the book of Job... Here Job is by the spirit of prophecy is speaking that God's not going to let us be lost and go down to the pit and go to hell. He said I have found a ransom and he will deliver his soul from going to the pit and his life shall see the light. Oh, Not only do we get to see the light, we get to taste the light. We get to taste the goodness of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want you to understand this part about the sacrificial system. 
when they begin to offer those sacrifices. Have you ever been around when they, when they killed hogs? That's not a pleasant time and a pleasant smell, especially when they boiled that water and soaked that, that hog down in there. And that's, that's how my face has felt like the few, last few days. I tried to shave. I'm telling you what, it'll just about make you cry, amen, to try to shave. I felt like I was a, at a hog scraping, amen, just get that beard off, amen, that's all I could do, amen. But I want you to understand that uh, when, when they did those sacrifices, but I, uh, in Exodus, the Bible said uh, in Exodus 25 and 6, all for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense. I want you to know this. I want you to understand this. Jesus was smell sweet even in dying and in death. That you remember that woman put that expensive oil on him. But you know what that was for? That was to make an aromatic smell that when they beat him and the blood came out, blood smells strong, doesn't it? It's got a smell to it. And there, they, uh, uh, the God of heaven wanted Jesus to smell good even in when they were beating him. And then when his sweat became as great drops of blood, I want you to know when they, the first feeling that you would have when you came into the Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane was, oh, Oh, how sweet he smells. Oh, hallelujah. There he is, the Lamb of God, the light of the world. And oh, how sweet he smells. Oh, how sweet he was when they beat him and they pierced him and they did all those things to him. Oh, how sweet he was. And the Bible said in Exodus 35, the oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and and for the sweet incense. Verse 28, the spice and oil for the light and the anointing oil and the sweet incense. And the Bible said in Numbers 4 and 16 to Eleazar the, uh, the son of Aaron the priest pertaineth the oil for the light and the sweet incense and the daily meat offering and the anointing oil. Man when you, you think about when Solomon offered all of those sacrifices it, there was blood flowing unreal and, uh, and there was the smell of doing of all of that slaughtering but I want you to know God said we want light and we want the spices for the anointing oil and we want the sweet incense they burned that sweet incense and there were the spices for the anointing oil and there was not a bad smell coming from the tabernacle or in the temple when they offered the sacrifices are you hearing me Amen. The will of God. Amen. Oh, Jesus smells sweet and he was sweet even in the dying and even in death. And I want us to know truly tonight the light is sweet. A pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold. Oh, how wonderful it is tonight to have the blessing of the Lord and he doesn't stink. Never has Jesus been offensive. He never emits an offensive odor to anyone. Boy, and I've, I've met preachers that, that their attitude stunk to the high heavens. And so it, need, it means to me that they need to get back and find out truly the light is sweet. Truly the light is sweet. You can taste that. You can smell it. You can feel it. You can know it that it's yours. Hallelujah. The Bible said Noah 
Genesis 8 and 20, Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Bible, and we, uh, we, undoubtedly, he offered those uh, those. Uh, sweet incense and the anointing oil because the Bible said in verse 21 of Genesis 8 the Lord smelled a sweet savor. Oh hallelujah. I'll tell you something. When you are born again child of God get down on your knees to pray. You know what happens? The Lord smells a sweet savor. When you come to him and confess your sin and talk to him and plead the blood over your life and as you talk to him about the needs of your life and ask him to lead you and to guide you and to direct you and all the ways you realize I want you to know the Lord smells a sweet savor. Amen. When you get down on your knees and you start asking God to kill this one and hurt that one and destroy that one, the Lord is not smelling a sweet savor. He's smelling a stench. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? But truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. It's wonderful for us to behold the Son of God and to have His blessing and mercy come to us. Praise God. Oh, the Lord smelled a sweet savor. Philippians 4 and 16, the Bible said, Even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again under my necessity. This is Paul talking here. And he said, Not because I desire gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epiditus the things which were sent from you an odor of sweet smell and a sacrifice acceptable well pleasing to God man alive oh, are you listening to what Paul was saying he said I was in need amen there in Thessalonica and you sent once and you sent again to my necessity amen you didn't know paying your tithes and giving in the offerings. Amen. God receives a, an odor of a sweet smell. When you have it to give and you won't, God smells a terrible stench. Oh my. Man, a lot. I can't believe I said it, but I did. Amen. Hallelujah. But I want you to listen to this. There he is. He's there at Thessalonica. And he said, you sent once and you sent again under my necessity. And he said, not because I desire gift. But he said, I do desire fruit from you that may abound to your account. Do you know you have an account in heaven? Do you know you have an account in heaven? And he said, listen, I'm not trying to, to, to get rich off of you, but that you have an account in heaven, and I desire fruit that you may abound to your account. And he said, I am full, having received at Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, and when I received them, there was an odor of a sweet smell and sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I think, amen, I think we can shout when we give. We ought to shout when we give. Amen. Amen. Listen to it. Listen to what he's saying. And then we quote this scripture all the time. 
But it's this verse 19 only comes after you've done 16, 17, and 18. Verse 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. When you do those things in, in verse 16, 17, and 18, when you give to the need of the ministry, then God, my God, shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. That's wonderful preaching, isn't it? That's wonderful truth. I've heard countless stories countless stories of men giving their last giving their last giving their last and when they did when they would do that God would turn around and abundantly give to them again great blessings over and over to them oh God listen listen I think I need to preach this a little more Philippians 4 and 16 in Thessalonica, you sent once and you sent again to my necessity. It wasn't that Paul was needing, he wasn't needing a new jet. He was needing clothes to wear and food to eat. That's what he was needing. You know, when you got five jets and you want another one, that's a little excessive, I think. And some of these huge ministries have that. Amen. But Paul's talking here, oh, my necessity, you sent unto my necessity, not because I desire gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks be to God. George G. Jones, your account has been credited. Amen. You gave a dollar to the work of the Lord. God's going to return you a thousandfold. Amen. And you're going to receive a thousandfold blessing because of your giving to the work of the Lord. Thank you. We got one right. Can I get an amen? Amen. And so here, and he said, I am full having received those things which you sent to me it's an odor of sweet smell it's a sacrifice acceptable and it's well pleasing to God and when you do that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus thanks be to God amen oh hallelujah amen the Bible said in Proverbs 6 and 23 the commandment is a lamp, the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Thanks be to God. Truly, truly the life is sweet. Second Peter, the Bible said in 1 and 16, We have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice uh, to him from the excellent glory, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This voice came from heaven. We heard when we were with him in the holy mount. And the Bible said in verse 19 of Second Peter uh, 1, 
We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well that you take heed unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. Thanks be to God that that light that shines in the dark place, the dark place of sin in our lives, and when His light shines in that dark place, the day dawns and the day star arises in our hearts. Oh, thank Thank you, Lord, that the day star has arisen in our lives. Amen. Oh, I wish I could help you better. Amen. The Bible said in Psalm 84 and 11, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. Amen. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. It's wonderful to know that the Lord is our sun and our shield. Amen. You know, this time of the year, it's really hard driving in the mornings and the evenings, isn't it? When the sun is going down, that sun just shines right in your eyes. You can't see. Amen. But I want you to understand that Lord is a sun and shield. Amen. He will keep, he will blind the enemy from hurting you. The Lord will give grace and glory. And no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And the Bible said in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. But we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him that have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Thanks be to God. Oh, that he's called us into his marvelous light which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy can you say thank you Lord that I have obtained mercy amen you brought me out of darkness into your marvelous light I have obtained mercy oh truly the light is sweet truly it's a blessing to know Jesus Christ taste and see that the Lord is good taste and see that the Lord is good taste and see that the Lord is good the Bible said the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light amen they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined oh praise God hallelujah Thank God that we walked in darkness, but there we saw a great light. When we saw that great light, that light shined upon our hearts and our lives, and it made our lives sweet. Glory to God. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, there the light of the glorious gospel has shined upon us, and we don't have to be lost. We don't have to go to hell because His Word says we are children of God through faith in His precious atoning blood amen hallelujah amen thanks be to God oh father I thank you I thank you that you helped us I thank you that you helped sister April to be here tonight oh God it is because of your blessing truly the light is sweet oh I thank you Lord oh that you're helping our people even now 
even those people that are heavy laden. Lord, and Sister Naomi, oh, how she would love. She never missed the house, Lord, how she would love to be in your house, but she is not able to be here. Oh, truly the light is sweet and a precious thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. I pray, Sister Naomi, that the light of Jesus Christ would shine into your living room right now, shine right down on you and encourage you and help you and lift you up. Oh, thank you, Lord, your light is shine on our paths amen we dwell in the land of the shadow of death but thanks be to God your light has shined upon our pathway oh bless the Lord oh bless the Lord oh Lord would you send your light into Sister Marie Matney's living room this evening or her bedroom wherever she is as she was there in Bristol in the passing away of her sister today oh God oh God would you let your presence come to her and help her truly the light is sweet a pleasant thing to eyes behold oh have mercy thank you Lord that you are the strength and the victory of our lives the Bible said in Psalm 49, 15, God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. Amen. Not only do we live this life, but I want you to know one thing. God will redeem my soul from the power of grave, from the grave, for he shall receive me. Glory to God. Brother Ansel said, it's a scary thing. It's a bad thing when you put more in the grave than come out. Amen. You understand what he's saying? Jesus took dirt and made man. And then he breathed in our nostrils the breath of life and we became a living soul. So the breath of life came from God. It didn't come out of the ground. It didn't come from the clay. Amen. And so there are people that believe in soul sleep that you put the soul down in the grave. That's not so. That is absolutely not so. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Thanks be to God. And so God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. Amen. That's, and it's no wonder that Claude Ely was able to write that song. Do you know, do you know the, 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 the situation that happened when Claude Ely wrote Ain't No Grave? He was a boy that was dying from tuberculosis. Right down here a couple hours down the road, down in the tip of Virginia, close to Cumberland Gap, in a little community near St. Charles, and there up Puckett's Creek, there was a little 12-year-old boy that was dying, and he wanted a guitar, and they said, well, let's, let's come up, they scraped up the money, and they ordered a little mail-order uh, cheap guitar, and give this dying boy a guitar, and so that they could, you know, he's going to die, and the least will know that we've made his request, and so they brought it in, and they brought the guitar in to him, and he said, it up and strummed down on that, that guitar and said look way over Jordan what do you think I see I see a band of angels they're coming after me there ain't no grave gonna hold my body down there ain't no grave gonna hold my body down hallelujah because the soul and spirit came from God hallelujah you can put that body down in the grave but I'm telling you what the soul and spirit came from God and God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave for he shall receive me 
Thanks be to God. We don't have to fear death because the Son of God has come and He's shone His light of mercy upon us and in us and through us. Hallelujah. Amen. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away. Amen. His glory shall not descend after him. Amen. Have you ever seen any tractor and trailers following hearses down the road? We got to make sure we got to get all of his furniture and all of his money. Go down to the bank and load up a Brinks truck and ever how many Brinks trucks it takes to follow him to the grave. We got to take his gold and money to the grave with him. No, amen. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away, and his glory shall not descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul, and men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. Verse 19, he shall go to the generation of his fathers, and they shall never see light. My God in the heaven, amen, they kept all their money, they put it in the bank, they put all their riches, and they live for riches. But you know what? They will, the Bible said they shall never see light. Oh, I'm telling you what, I'd rather live my life and do what these people were doing for Apostle Paul. I'd rather live according to Ecclesiastes 11, 7. Truly the light is sweet and a blessing and a pleasant thing it is to behold the sun. Stand with me, please. Hallelujah. Oh, the Bible said, Woe, woe, and Isaiah 5 and 20, Woe unto them that call good evil and uh, evil good and good evil, but put darkness for light and light for darkness, and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I want you to know, Jesus, He's sweet, I know. Amen. He is sweet, He is altogether lovely. He is all together lovely. I need to read that to you again. Song of Solomon 5 and 16. His mouth is most sweet. Oh yes, his mouth is so sweet. He is altogether lovely. This is my beloved and this is my friend. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, he is a friend of publicans and sinners. That's the worst thing that they could say about Jesus. He was a friend of publicans and sinners. Hallelujah. He's sweet, I know. He is sweet. Oh, how sweet Jesus is. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jesus, amen. When you went there to the temple, before you could get, you, you may, amen, the, the, the blood and, and all of the entrails and all of that thing, but when you come, when you come to the temple, that was not the overpowering thing that you felt. You felt the sweet smell. The sweet smell and the sweet savor. Oh, and the incense. Oh, how wonderful it smelled. People were, the children would gather around. They couldn't go inside, but they would gather there so that they could smell the wonderful aroma coming. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yes. You... 
I mentioned Krispy Kreme the other night. I want to talk to you about it again. Do you enjoy going to Krispy Kreme and smelling that sweet aroma? That's the way it was when you went to the temple. When you went to the temple of God, amen, the children couldn't go in, but they could smell that sweet aroma. Hallelujah. It wafted over Jerusalem. The children loved it. I want you to know, and when Jesus walked to Via Dolorosa, amen, he was bleak beaten to a bloody pup but I want you to know the children there that saw him they smelled a sweet aroma oh they smelled a sweet aroma because the son of God gave himself amen oh God he was not bitter he was not hateful he was not mean he was full of light he was full of love he was full of mercy hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Worship with me right now, our Father. (coughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is the light of the world. (coughs) I'm sorry. And he is the light of our lives. And he'll make your darkness pleasant. Did you hear what I said? I said, Jesus is the light of the world. And he will make your darkness pleasant. Your trials, he will come to you and add his sweetness to you. He will come with such wonderful love and mercy. And he will strengthen you. Sing for us, children. Come on, get around these altars with this prayer. I've left dear old paths, I traveled so long, I'm happy, redeemed, and free. Of Jesus the Lord, I sing a sweet song, His love lights the way for me. His love lights the way, His love lights the way, I travel today, I travel today, I'm shouting. Love, love. 